Hello and welcome to episode 16 of Let's Talk Tactics. I'm your host, Zach Burrell. Hey, I'm Daniel Boone. And I'm Locke. And this week we are joined by a special guest that should have probably been here episodes ago, so apologies for not having you yet. The man who started it all with all the tournaments, longtime Twitch. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing well. Thank you very much for having me finally, guys. It's uh, it's, it's more it's definitely my fault. I've been uh, I've been away from the internet for a while now. Glad to have you back. It's good to see you around. And uh, so tell us, uh, we kind of like to ask our guests to tell us their history with Final Fantasy, uh, kind of what games you played before, how you got to War of the Visions, and then what made you sort of gravitate towards the PvP format or in the game mode in War of the Visions. All right. Uh, so I originally, my first, like, I would say my first official Final Fantasy was like Final Fantasy VII um, when I was seven years old. Um, whole like backstory behind that. Um, but ever since Final Fantasy VII, um, I first played it like when it first came out. So I was seven years old. Um, and I don't, I don't think I would be into the same video games or just the, my even certain lifestyle choices because like I don't know if I would have gotten into RPGs if it wasn't for Final Fantasy VII. Um, right, right. So I, I, I have a very, very strong bond to that game. Um, it's by far my favorite franchise um, of all video games. Um, I've played a crap ton of Final Fantasy XI as well. I've played every single numbered title. Um, I haven't completed them all. I was doing a stream where I was completing all of them through. Um, but uh, yeah, that's Final a commitment Fantasy. right there. <laughs> yeah, Final Fantasy is a uh, has been and probably still will be a big part of my life. How far did you get on the, on the stream? Uh, I was midway through five. Okay. I was midway through five. It's funny because every funny thing about it too, like five was one of the main ones that I had not completed. I had started in that game about four times previously, but I've never finished it. And that happened again in that same streaming cycle. So of course it was just, <laughs> nice. it seems like five's a little cursed for me. Same for me. Like uh, I'd, I'd never played five, but uh, I, in the months leading up to shipping out to boot camp, I, I finished uh five for the first time so i love remember it. it i i loved it like it's got a great storyline um so it, it definitely wasn't the game that put me off the first couple times i just i don't know i was younger i wasn't as into it um but like when i was streaming it i loved it um it was just my lifestyle that kind of changed from so if they to... oh sorry no go, no I'll, I'm, gonna... we're good <laughs> okay i was gonna say uh if you had a five collab who would be your non-barts character that you'd want since obviously it'd be Bart's. Probably Galoof. Galoof. Probably Galoof. That guy cracks me the hell up with <laughs> with Ferris being uh with being a with being probably my second, but Galoof, my god, love that guy for what I've played through so far. Also, uh Krill's in that game, right? Yes, that's his uh I, I technically haven't gotten to that part. I know the character. Oh, okay. Um, but uh and I know I know they're Anyways, we'll save that for people that haven't played. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll say I haven't um, played the game at all, but I know like from the TCG, I've like I love Krill. So yeah. like she's one of my favorite characters now just because of that, like in all of her themes in the card game, which may be spoiler, so I won't mention them all. But uh so I'd be curious to see her in the game, but I don't know if she's like main enough. I don't know. But uh, I, so I, would, I would say she'd probably be in the second one. First one would probably be Bart's Ferris. Uh Crap, who's the who's the second person that you yeah, no, I, was, I was trying to think. Lena, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. one of the big ones. Okay, so what actually led you to War of the Visions? Like did somebody introduce you to it? Were you following it for a while or so before um this got back into uh before I streamed War of the Vision, um I streamed uh, Opera Omnia, the City of Final Fantasy Opera Omnia. Um and I did that since release as well, since global release. 
Um, and then War of the Vision had uh, had come out. I had some uh, slight contacts through Square Enix um, and through one of my other friends, my other streamer friends. Um, they showed me War of the Visions. Originally, I wasn't that drawn to it. Like Tactics, I would say, is probably my third or fourth favorite Final Fantasy of all time. Um, I, I, I looked at it, and I'm like, nah, I can't get into another gotcha game. Like, like Opera Omni has already taken up enough of my time. Um, and well, like one of my friends didn't give it a good review, and then I tried it, and I'm just like, huh. <laughs> This game, this game has like a lot of potential, a lot of depth to it, um, and pretty much I got hooked ever uh, ever since. I, I was going into the mindset of being free to play the entire time, and that lasted for all of the first month. I was gonna <laughs> say, yeah, how did that end up? <laughs> God, uh, very very familiar. Yeah. Now you, uh, I know for a long time you had uh, Sid as your background, kind of your like theme character. Was that when you first broke your uh, sp- spending, or was it before that even? I forget. Like, was that a month in, or I don't remember how I, long it took. I think I did like slight, like maybe like dollar purchases, like sure, the, sure. the dollar stuff to get like uh, the the daily bonuses thing. The Fantasy Tactics banner was very very kind to me. Actually, I think I got Sid in like three pulls. Um, and like, if I had not gotten Sid, I probably would have quit War of the Visions right then and there. Um, was that would that be more of like a meta decision because you knew looking at a JP, or was it just like a character you wanted and like if you didn't get it, you have no attachment? Okay, purely personal. Like I just had the complete like emotional attachment to Sid, and I said like if I don't get him, I'm done with the game. Fair enough. I know a lot. Of, I know there were a lot of redditors that uh, followed that where they yeah. didn't get him and they just. Whoop, right out of the game and never came back so this, actually maybe they came back for fft2 but yeah no i can i i still believe that this game should have a proper mercy system i would say that's one of the biggest glaring issues for keeping their player base because like as long as people are able to pull the characters that they want they're going to stay happy right right so what brought you to pvp then so um the pvp aspect because like i remember uh the Final Fantasy tactics when it came out on the psp that came out, I believe, when I was in grade 9 or 10, so in high school. Um, and I, there was a bunch of other people that also had uh, PSPs. It was popular handheld at the time. Uh, and a lot of them actually also played Final Fantasy Tactics. So I had like very fond memories of PvP um, and Tactics at that point in time. It kind of just carried through to this as well. Um, plus enjoying like tournament scene uh, for, uh, for Magic the Gathering and uh, some other small tournaments here and there okay i actually didn't know that there was a pvp system in any of the previous tactics games I thought there, it was, so there's a psp release it wasn't it was it a remake of the original or was it like an it, extension like it a, was for the story? It, it was a um no it, it was basically a not a remaster is the correct term they added in like the dark knight uh class they added balthier oh, from yeah. Fantasy 12 okay. uh they added someone from tactics as well tactics advance tactics advance 2 i think um i'm trying to remember his name but yeah they added some stuff on the the glaring issue was the slowdown um whenever you would cast an ability it would drastically slow down the gameplay um so that was the big glaring issue otherwise frame rate wise or frame rate it would drop massively uh so an ability that would normally take two seconds to fire off suddenly took like three or four or five seconds to fire off um so that was the glaring issue otherwise that would be like hands down the best version of off fantasy tactics uh, people have since modded it so you can play it without the slowdown with all of the benefits. Well, that's pretty sweet. I've still yeah. done that. It actually sounds kind of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently, you can also like do that online, and there's people with like different custom firmwares for the original Final Fantasy Tactics. 
Oh, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, how long did it take you to jump into a match? Because I know we have, like, Locke was the one who jumped in right away, didn't have, like, finished units or anything. He just, you know, crucible fire. Then there was me who, like, waited way too long to fight because I was just like, I'm too nervous. I don't want to lose. I thought there'd be, like, some kind of, like, win-loss tracking. I'm like, I don't want to play until I'm actually going to be able to, you know, have a good record. What about you? For actual, like, like live PvP, as we call it, I don't remember. I think I wanted to get to a point where I was happy with my units. Because um, I, re- I realized, like, the first, like, main obstacle was being able to beat the um, the Final Fantasy fourteen event when it first came out, like, mm-hmm. without using a friend unit. Like, I remember uh, having to find the random friend units um, that was, like, a whale Thancred to be able to beat that angel back in the day. Um, and yeah, now, a, like a lot of nostalgia this week logging on and seeing unfinished stars on those missions i was like <laughs> oh my god i couldn't clear this like way back then i yep. had the one of them was like the don't like no ko'd units apparently i couldn't do it without someone dying every time yep absolutely and then of course i had to go get my revenge and just you know, clear them all because <laughs> now it's just pretty trivial yeah no, I, I like. I know, like, I really wanted to get into the PvP when I just try to think of other ways to, um, to like bring together the community and seeing like who was out there for PvP, who really wanted to, um, who wanted to make it a thing, because um, I saw the kind of community that my previous mobile game had and like what other mobile games were capable of. So I wanted to see who was around for this community. Yeah, I want to say. I mean, if not for Locke making a couple of YouTube videos here and there, I think the three of us actually met because of you, because you started the tournament circuit. So thank you for that. <laughs> My pleasure. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure, I, I'm pretty sure that's it. Yeah, that's how it happened. So, uh, when did you first get the idea to start making formats for and hosting tournaments for the game? Uh, so that idea, like, again, I was just trying to think of other ways to bring the community together. Um, I had hosted, um, and run Magic the Gathering tournaments with my brother before. So I had the, the, the understanding of how to run uh, a tournament. Um, so I just tried to do it as a community builder. Um, I thought of different formats that were a hundred percent enforceable. I know we've had conversations of like, oh, you could do like this kind of idea, this kind of idea. And I said, like, I as much as I want to trust in everyone and no one has been a dick in our tournament. People mm-hmm. are like, you, like if you put it in the rule that you can rule lawyer, so you can enforce the rules on someone or you can be nice. Like if you disconnect, it's up to the person that didn't disconnect to make the decision. Most people like, let's just play it again. Like we pretty much just started the match or there was no difference. Um, but yeah, they might be like, well, I'll start the same place kind of thing. Like don't it, change. It, Cause you saw my team now, but yeah, exactly. Um, but I, I just wanted to make sure that there was as few holes as possible, um, just so tournaments would run smoothly. Yeah, definitely appreciate it. And I mean, uh, when we just hosted the most recent tournament, try to continue that theme of everything being hundred percent enforceable. Uh, I know we had a couple hiccups here and there, but most of them were resolved in, you know, private chat or whatever. So, yep. um, I know you were uh, no stranger to that last tournament. <laughs> Not gonna name any names, but you had some issues. <laughs> oh my god, my yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, like I, I, I already had problems. I, I didn't think my schedule was gonna be as hectic as it was, and then mm-hmm. it turned out. So I unfortunately had to forfeit to a couple of my opponents, which I, I felt bad for. I had like rematches with them afterwards uh, of the tournament, just so we can still get that match in and we can still play. Because that's the whole point of tournaments is to play against people. Yeah, um, it's funny. 
to have that kind of culture in this game because you come from Magic, where I'm sure if you sat down at the, the table in a competitive Magic event, your opponent didn't show you, you'd be like, yes! <laughs> like, oh, ab- on to the next round. <laughs> like, you don't have to deal with it. Like, maybe you don't have to deal with whatever the you know meta deck they had or whatever. Oh, so I'm, it's completely I'm, I'm, different. I'm sure people had that same feeling when I was putting up the prize pools for War of the Vision. When you were playing enough, yeah. for like 50 bucks or you're playing for 100 bucks, um, you're going to then start to care a little bit more because it's no longer just like, I'm here for, I'm here for fun. But like I then I also want to get free Vizor at the end of this. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, it's not free. You had to spend, you know, blood, sweat, and tears. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh yeah, so I just want to talk and kind of pick your brain a little bit about tournaments in general, just kind of designing them. Um are are there any future updates? And I know the answer is yes, but that you're kind of looking forward to for them. So we've talked about the spectator mode. Which is uh, going to be huge. That that is the, like that is the main thing for me. As soon as spectator modes come back, I will be coming back probably hard with the tournaments again. Mm-hmm. Um, just because like uh, feature matches, and, exactly feature a feature match, and then there'll be tournaments instead of doing it within a twenty four hour period. Um, it'll then be like um, an entire tournament can be done within four hours. Sure, we may have a smaller like registration but people then just have to put aside the weekends yeah. of like it's like if you want to go to any sort of tournament you have to set aside that time right, um, right. four to eight or, hours depending on the size of it and yeah exactly get it done especially it depends on the size of like top cut because it adds you know nominal mm-hmm. rounds even though it's only like eight people yeah. but uh are there any uh, now i don't know if you can say that you don't want to share it if you don't want to but do you have any f- future ideas for interesting rule sets that haven't been talked about yet Oh, I have oh I had a I have a little book somewhere. I, I had a little book that I wrote in and it had a bunch of different rule sets. Um I, again it's it's they had to be enforceable hundred percent. Right. As soon as they give us more options, like you can set a custom match where there's like the cost limits, they add in all the extra maps that they have in JP. As soon as they give us more things that we can physically control, um the, the possibilities will become endless or just extremely more vast than what they currently are. Like there, there's no reason why they can't add it. And I hope they do in the future. For sure. I mean, there's, even if they give us, like you said, drop downs before you start a match, you know, cost, uh, you could do limit rarity, even like you could yeah. do either one, you could select a map. You could, I mean, there, there's so many, op- you could just, strike out vision cards or strike out rarities of vision cards like oh it'd be so to me it sounds so simple to just do drop downs like they have the yep. drop downns for raids that say just friends guildies whatever like and make the menu <laughs> it's like... and anything that they can apply to a class match mm-hmm. why can't they give us that option to do for like peer-to-peer matches there's yeah. or even arena yep yeah, or like true. say uh they they even give us like more maps that we can access or say like they, the they allow in. us to use items you know yeah or crystals yeah. exactly Tog- toggle crystals yeah, on awesome. or off to, for the map like so mm-hmm. that you can like every map has positions you can choose to play with them or not like ugh, there's so much that and you don't have any idea like obviously we're a very small minority of the community this like very niche competitive like market but at the same time the amount of happiness that they could provide to that percentage of the community <laughs> who also happens to be, you know, decent spenders, which I, again, maybe percentage wise, it doesn't matter to them, but I feel like it would just, the morale of everybody would just skyrocket if they would just give us all these toys to play with yep. and oh, can only, can only wish, but, yep. um, 
so yeah i mean one thing i was thinking too uh terms of future updates and rules and stuff was we could at least do so historically you can't limit equipment the only thing we could do and that you did in the first bunch of tournaments was limit tmr activations because that's trackable you can see you know if someone used it or not you see Uh, the ability you you call it on them right 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 so uh that you can't really limit what they're equipping however weapons were an option where you could like you at that point you'd have to like memorize what they look like but you could at least check it there's a way to check it however in the future, in JP, they have like transmogging now, where you can make your equipment look like anything. Uh, so okay. I'm like, man, that removes a whole uh, <laughs> a whole rule idea, because uh, you can make anything look any looking and weapon, but it could be like an ice brand or something. So again, like, just oh. just little drop down menus, no equipment. Yep. Just... I expect like you should you could be like show your characters as not having a, a weapon equipped, so you don't even know what weapon they're using. Right. Right. Oh, there's yeah. a default though, right? Yeah, there is a default. Like, if you remove yeah. weapons, you just get the end weapon. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's also something I want them to add. This is a whole aside now, but uh, when you use an ability of a sub job, it brings out like the end version of that like yep. sub job's weapon. It's which is so annoying. I wish you could set that to look like prettier. <laughs> like, <laughs> like imagine if your uh, Frederica can use like a killer bow in the animation or something instead of the old dinky <laughs> end rarity one. <laughs> But you know, we we got we got to crawl before we can you know walk and run, right? So let's just focus on drop down menus first. Uh, one last thing about future updates. Uh, this is more class match related, not tournament related. But I want to get. I'm trying to like survey lots of opinions. How do you feel about the future? I actually don't even know if we've talked about this actually. So this might start a whole conversation. But about the splitting of auto versus auto queue and manual versus manual queue for class matches sharing leaderboards then that the, the, literally the last two words you said is what the only reason what makes it terrible right like if people want to play auto battle give them that option people want to play live give them that option they are not the same thing they should not be ranked at the same that's right really bullshit in my opinion yeah it's it's like it's basically just a second arena honestly <laughs> it, you already have arena like mm-hmm. The push there if you want to do that it's like yeah i'm just trying to get as many voices as possible behind <laughs> behind this so m- maybe if we you know show this to the right people but i doubt it's, it just it, it yeah. shouldn't be it shouldn't be shared like you should be getting your class match for auto and your class match for live pvp you can climb up both leaderboards um sure it's pe- pe- i'm sure it's just the auto community complaining a little bit that they don't <laughs> want to do live pvp a little but bit like, then, why do you hurt one to support another yeah <laughs> yeah that's uh basically how i feel about it too it's re- it's really unfortunate to be honest but all right let's move on to more positive things i'm not going to go down all these roads that i'm thinking now uh Nivlu came out this week and that is a unit that a lot of people have been waiting for um among other things we'll talk about final fantasy 14 uh you know rerun a little bit but uh how many of us uh went for it? i know i did uh, and i can explain I, I how did. i made that decision but you did as well uh luck yeah i did uh, I only wanted to go for one pity and got it, but then one pity. So same, yeah. <laughs> that was the limit I set for myself because I wasn't planning on it at all. But I will admit that this was the, besides I guess Wall was the last time. I also got burnt on him a little bit, but uh, where I really felt the the FOMO, fear of missing out. Like I just 
the more I thought about potential team comps with her and like just in general, like having trying to be a serious like live PvP player, not having that tool in my toolbox, like not having Frederica for so long. And I know Daniel will say this exact same thing. Not having Frederica for so long really felt awful because like I was missing that option and I love having options. I love playing like toolboxy teams, um, but just not even having a complete character to use was felt really bad. I didn't have Lucia. Uh, Mustadio kind of filled the void a little bit, but he just doesn't do the same things uh, in the same ways anyway. So, uh, yeah, I did go for her. I like, like you said, I got lucky. Very, very thankful. It only took um, one pity, and I actually got the pity slot. It wasn't a UR Vision card like most people <laughs> see, oh, and in the past I've seen. Uh, so, Daniel, I know you have a little bit of a a, uh, a hardship to. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I talked about it a lot on my last stream, but actually, I, I kind of want to hear Long Time's perspective before I, I run into my story. Okay, sure. Yeah, uh, why did you skip Niflu? Uh, for okay, so right now I'm I'm at this point in time I'm planning already so far in advance. Um, like I'm already looking for like Yuna, um, and uh, like a, a Sakura. I, I don't even know if I'm gonna pull her right away. Um, because I know we're gonna get unit of choice tickets again at the one year when Yuna comes out, so I can just get her then. Um, I'll do like a little bit, um, just to see if I can get those free shards uh, that we get when the characters initially come out now. Um, but right now, like she just didn't fit into the builds. Like she'd be a great character with her haste or quick and her like a full a full lightning team. Um, her and Freddy just ripping up from a distance. Like as you were mentioning about Freddy, like it's crazy how strong she still is right now. Like on the current uh, guild versus guild map. I would consider her one of the best characters by far. Um, but no, I didn't go for Nivlu purely because Elemental seems to be the way most things are going, um, and I didn't have an over-attachment to her. Got you, okay. Yeah, so um, yeah, so like Prodigy mentioned, um, I, I also suffered from a, a case of the lack of Frederica for, for, for months, and uh, we've, we've covered this in previous episodes, and um, I talked about it on stream a lot. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm so used to not using Federica and, and like fighting against her, you know, to, like I've always been a little salty and we covered that obviously. So, um, didn't want that to happen uh, this time with, with Nivlu. I went almost four pities in, uh, I ended up spending 72 K total of Vizior. Um, I started with the, uh, that was it, like three step, like the paid viz uh, of like the the gunner banner, you know. Uh, got Luartha from that, which I didn't have. So <laughs> okay, uh, she's like level sixty nine with like one star LB. <laughs> um, but uh, it's 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 been fun running a like all gunner comp for like building uh, JP uh, for everybody, and you know res resonance and affinity and all that you know, good stuff. Um, but yeah, um, went way too deep, way too deep on Nivlu. And you know, I've been criticized, and I agree with this criticism that um, it wasn't like it was too far. Like, uh, like it's crazy to go that deep in spending for a non-limited time unit. Um, but uh, uh, like my struggle with this and eventual like acceptance of like my spending for her was that. Um, she was she was too high of a priority for me and she was going to be too prominent in the the live pvp meta for me to afford to uh risk the same kind of experience i had with frederica so and in, in a way frederica like Scarred influenced you? like she's still influencing <laughs> my accounts even when it's not 
dealing with her in particular. So, um, but I'm I'm actually really happy with uh, my results for her. Like, um, I should have her maxed in time for this uh, siren raid. Uh, it may be a couple days into it before I, I get her to max LB because I don't really like I'm not really comfortable with spending when I have literally like. 20 or 30 projected shards left to really maybe spend for versus hard right, quest. Right. Um, but it's, God, it's so nice. I, I, I'm sure you guys can relate. Um, it's so nice to not have to deal with the limit, limited units for once. Like, <laughs> Definitely. Uh, since like, what, like Halloween or something? Like, <laughs> it's it's weird. Like, I was like, I was looking on the um, the missions menu, like for the, you know, how the, for limited units, they have the, if you finish their character quest you get like 40 shards right mm -hmm. i was like where where's nivalu's shards you know? we're like where are my shards man where are my shards um and i was like oh shit she's not limited so like you don't get that um and I, i'm actually uh i'm happy to say that i've started practicing with her in live pvp even like she's only um like even from like level 79 and now like level 89 like she um she is definitely she's been worth the investment for me um, I'm having a lot of fun uh, with my Nivlu, Frederica, Lucia team. Um, thought about having Christmas Mashri, um, but uh, uh, Lucia is helpful for the quad shot, like the building of missile stacks, you know? Mm -hmm. Plus, um, taking out the earth units also that may come and try yeah. to shred your lightning squishies. So Yeah, and I don't really have to worry about, like, uh, e even, like, ice units, like Agrius or, um, to a lesser extent, like Mediana. Uh, like it's it's just a matter of like stacking missile stacks and um, just getting a whole bunch of turns in a row. Like uh, I'm I'm running Scion of House Belve on, on this team, so like they have like uh, most of them are like over 90 agility, and it, yeah, it's just been a really good time. And yeah, like I, I maxed out Frederica's dream and uh, anticipation of this team, and um, like I'm finally <laughs> into the gunner meta, the, the range meta. <laughs> And uh, yeah, it just kind of feels strangely like cathartic in a way. <laughs> so yeah, we'll see. We'll see how long that that stays are a you, thing. Are you running? What uh, sub are you running? Nivlu on? Uh, like time, time age. Or, time yeah, age? Okay. it's it's not exactly. Uh, the, the time age sub job isn't really going to help. Be helpful for using her on um, for the class match, you know? Because uh, mm -hmm. I mean, hey, haste terrible. is a hell of a drug, though. I mean, yeah, yeah it's it gonna it, with with as high as their agility as high as you can stack it i mean haste is still going to do a lot of work on the map especially if you ran yeah. with a second time age as well like if you had shell or something just to get the cost yeah. down probably pop everybody up with haste and then just pew 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 down the map so yeah well, too um, close you just hit them in the shin they can't move anymore or at least another another team i was looking at um that i was kind of preparing for is uh is my whale team of uh duane uh Ruin Stern and Gilgamesh, like all at you know ninety nine, like mm -hmm. uh, they're all maxed out and shit. Um, uh, I was looking at running that as a as a possible comp, but like and because they're so expensive, like it's it's kind of unrealistic, you know. But it's just it's just been really fun running Dwayne and Ruin Stern with Gilgamesh as like a quick and backup, you know. Like it's just they just wreck, um, stacking uh, dark attacks and stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to getting Nivlu to to max and to to really just um, seeing how how she can uh, blossom in the upcoming uh, PvP meta.
Now, Locke, you uh, historically have been a big fan of missile teams. You used Lucy and Frederica for as long as I can remember. Yeah. Are you also doing the t- team with Nivluan there now with those three, or are you trying a thir- different third unit along with the two lightning missiles? So I, um, well, because I did them for so long, uh, Lucia and Frederica, I started with Frederica, she was the first 99, and then Lucio second. I, I've been trying to like stay away from them <laughs> for as much as possible just because <laughs> Fair enough. I, I like doing different things, right? So, uh, so actually, I got Luartha. Uh, I I did one pity for her as well, but I've different been slow things, building her. Different element. That's what. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but I've been I've been slow building her. So she's only seventy nine. I didn't buy all her shards, uh, and I think she's at like a hundred out of one hundred and sixty now. So, but what I want to what I want to do is Luartha plus Nivlu plus like Duane or something, right? Like, uh, so some and uh, stack. Chunks. <laughs> Stack missile, uh, missile resist and defense, and make Dwayne bulk, uh, uh, more of a bruiser, and just th- use those two. J- I don't know. It's just like a fun team. Like I know probably like Frederica plus uh, Nivlu would probably do a lot of damage, being the same element, same missile, and everything. It, but I, I just want to do different things. Just try different things. Just because I've used them for so long, I'm like right. I'm gonna get bored <laughs> doing the same thing. <laughs> so that's why I want to try try different ideas, different things. Um, and I like Nivlu so much because, like, you can run her with two different sub jobs, and it's like a totally different way of playing her, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're using time age, like, you, like maybe I will use her speed cast to get those quickens up faster, right? Because that could be that could be a very good passive. But the other, on the other hand, I could use her as a disabler and just give her a lot of range because you have like two different range passives. Yeah, and she's just like Federica. It's plus three range. I just think most yeah, of her yeah. abilities are like one range less. For the sniper has less range, but whatever. I mean, we're not gonna get <laughs> right. too much into that either. But they did her a little dirty with her <laughs> yeah. with her second range passive. Like it's just plus one range. There's nothing like uh, attached to it. Yeah, no, like plus accuracy or something. But you know, but yeah, I mean, they stuck the luck on her missile attack uh, <laughs> passive. They could have put like the luck plus range one. And that would have been yeah. you know, one of the best passives. That, you know. Yeah, so it's uh so that that's the team I'm planning, but it's not like anywhere near ready. I just I just got her to LB four today, and I so I don't have a bow. <laughs> I'm still farming a bow. I think I have like twenty recipes now, and it's funny because you were just talking about Ruinstern, and I'm like, oh, I have Duane. I could use Ruinstern. I was planning on doing that exact same team, but then I realized I have a Golden Blade plus one that's level ten. Oh so, no! <laughs> so I'm like, um. Okay. Do you have enough for a Rune Blade? Did you farm the Rune Blade? No, I have seven recipes of that. So I mean, oh, I, I guess I can make a plus two if I get lucky with like a good uh, type. But <laughs> <laughs> so you know, that, that's like a weakness. I don't, I don't spend so much time equipment farming. But hey, I'm having fun. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> and just uh, speaking of Nivlu builds, I, I, I'm a trolley motherfucker. So I, I tried making the highest magic I could on Nivlu just to see how high I could push it so that her time mage sub with the elven bow with the 20 magic attack could drop comets on people. And uh, we got we got her up to like I think 650 magic. Um, and that's not bad for starting at a base of 77 plus 7 on the board. So <laughs> I will probably I'll probably troll yeah right I'll probably troll people with that a little bit but yeah it's definitely not She's going to be physical oh, for sure. He's charging quicken. Shit. Yeah, oh, right. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Not an elemental bit. No. Um, so, yeah, no, I completely agree, though. She has a lot of different ways to go. You can do, like, the debuff with the gunner sub, which is a little annoying because it, like, it's... Gunner's the one that has the flat ground, right? Double gunner has the height differences, but gunner's yeah. a little more neutered. Yeah, but then, like, the sniper has the... Um, I, I'm really interested to see how effective the 
it's paralyzed, right? That she gets it's a TP ability from like downtown that uh, does a plus of paralyzed, I believe. So it'd be like a forty eight percent on max faith because it's twenty five percent activation, and then they have like an eighty percent to not move. And that it's paralyzed, right? I'm not crazy. Anybody look at that ability? Uh, I normally have Waffy Calc up. I I feel like a failure right now. I completely forgot. <laughs> I don't remember the paralyzed. paralyzed. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, paralyzing so, trap. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm curious to see if anybody. It's going to be hard to sell me off of using Time Age, of course, but I'm curious to see if anybody finds use in using that and like spamming it to like really disable teams because, uh, obviously not actually disable, but an eighty percent chance to not do anything on a turn is pretty good. I mean, if you're against the evade team, you see an eighty percent, you're going to do it. Like, there's yeah. sometimes eighty percent is good enough. Uh, so I'm and and the fact it's a TP ability, so you're building AP for your offense while inflicting paralyzed from so the default range the center is four way so you can get that up to seven with her passives uh plus one because of the aoe so like that's a really far cc ability as a tp ability so i'll be curious to see if anybody uses that and then she also gets uh her own version of arm shot yeah exactly yep. that has a range height of five so it's like doing a sharpshoot or something from a bow well she is a bow uh from the, the ranger sub job still arm shot so the only thing is it's like 86 percent modifier for damage rather than like the 200 percent that frederica and other gunners get but yeah no i'm uh pretty excited that she has options because it, it always sucks when you play a character and they feel like they only have one way they can be built otherwise yeah. you're you're missing like their key you know what makes them usable so it's pretty yeah. cool it's interesting you mentioned that because i think with the the class match rules of like no ct manipulation like we might actually see her get run as uh, her sniper sub job um mm -hmm. because you know, those like her arm shot her paralyzing trap um those skills are part of her her um they're not main skills they're her sniper sub job skills so like we wouldn't really expect to see them when we can you know get a juicy quick enough you know but uh when you can't use quicken you know we might see more of those emerge absolutely Something I just realized too, she has a her self buff that gives her range plus one and defense pen is also just like free. So you could actually boost that even further and have like the range of eight that Frederica might. Um something else, uh this is again just you know going super deep, but uh my friend was asking me how I thought about Skull on a team with Nivlu and Frederica, and I said definitely more of like a when you can use quicken team, because they you have two quicken options. You can either choose to quicken like skull on nivlu or on frederica and do the missile chains or he can do what i was thinking was cool is the, the problem with skull is he can't get in close necessarily to keep up with their range and like when they're mm -hmm. actually hitting people safely but you could nivlu quicken skull to get that extra range lb people to build the chain and then barrage a whole team on like this giant lightning chain so that's another i don't have skull but that'd be cool i want to see someone do it at least if i try that team out and see um it's i like when the quicken Users can also be either quick in targets or uh, convert to DPS like Miranda and Gilgamesh both can. Less so like Shell, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff she opens up and I think it's really cool. Yeah, I feel like she's just a terrific support unit, like a terrific offensive support unit because she can uh, remove Sentinel. She can remove like, you know, uh, she has an AOE, AOE ability, right? AOE Dispel, and she has the barrier breaking skill. So she's just an awesome like support unit. She can, so you can just put her on time age and actually like don't give her any damage, although she probably has pretty good damage anyway. But remove like, you know, just build her supportive offensive support, basically. See, and she's have not like Gilgamesh. 
Yeah, like she doesn't need to be on a gunner team. She can just be by herself and just support your team, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, I believe, I think to, uh, that's the reason why I ended up going for her because I don't plan too much about, like, I, I, I wasn't thinking of her too much. And then at the end, I'm like, she's, like, I don't need to play her in a gunner team because I'm trying to stay away from it. Although now with Loartha, I'm like, okay, maybe I'll try this out. <laughs> but but I'm like, she's just fantastic. Like, I, I don't need to just stick with a gunner team. I can just put her on, like, a lot of other teams, a lot of other comps. So It's almost but, like, oh, sorry. No, I was going to say flexibility just helps with the longevity of a of a character. Because um, it's like, say, if someone comes along that does better damage or does one thing better, if they can still do something else first or second best compared to the rest of the roster, then that's just a good investment. Right, like, right. I, absolutely. Like, if I had unlimited resources, I would absolutely go for her. Because um, I, I see where she is strong, where her appeal is. Um, so I, I fully expect to see a lot of her in PvP matches in the future. I'll be curious to see if anybody uh, maxes her LB as well, because, I mean, Crush Armor is pretty good, uh, and that's minus 25 defense, and this is minus 35 mm-hmm. at max, so that, that's pretty sizable. Uh, granted, I mean, nowadays, barriers are a little bit more of a big deal, but she can also handle those, so she she could actually, with that LB, she can get rid of buffs, she can debuff lower, get rid of barriers, and then I guess she doesn't really do... She has defense penetration, not resist penetration. So I guess missile resist still is good against her, but that's why you chain people to death. As Vinny says, yeah. stab them seven times and they will die. So <laughs> yeah, she's a she's a great like tank buster, kind of like Lucia. Kind of started that um, that whole concept, like with her um, with her target skill and her her mastery ability. Like she gets like up to like I think it's like sixty defense pen, um, and with the mm-hmm. defense down of her her LB, it's like it's pretty crazy. Yeah, I'm looking at that. So it's 40 plus... Do you say it's so like might... Master Ability is the other source yeah. of it? But you might uh, not her... need to level yeah. her uh, LB just because she has like three different ways of reducing defense, right? Right, like, right, right. Yeah. So uh, it might be overkill. Um, but at the same time, I, I, I like reducing someone's defense instead of defense penetration because that can do more a lot of the times. Because like if, if you have minus 35 uh defense penetration like basically to reduce your defense by 35 you need uh, i i don't know i just like I, i'm doing like, the calc been, right now i got it yeah like right. I, I i've been using unera for a long time and that does a lot more damage than like 40 percent or 60 percent defense penetration most of the time because usually people have like what 50 60 defense and when like 60 percent of 60 is what like 60 <laughs> what is that now i can't remember. 36 36 yeah okay so yeah so you need at least 60 defense for someone to to do the same effect as Venera. And but Venera can also go negative defense. Which exactly. That's the strong damage. thing about yeah. her OB. Yeah, unbuffed, so or sorry. So she has how much? Twenty percent, right? Normally? Twenty naturally, and then 20 naturally. Yeah. from the skill. So yeah, if like she didn't buff and she just hit somebody, uh they would have to have um oops, that's a that's the wrong decimal. She would have to have or they would have to have 175 defense to break it by 35 like it's not that's not going to happen with that so and and on the uh if you have like 40 it goes up to like 87 um and then like you said with the 60 defense then you're getting to the like similar range but yeah it's there there are different ways to attack the same problem um and i agree that I, i do prefer the breaks to the penetrations especially because people don't always just stack defense they might do resists and if they do resists then your defense spends pre crap and then you're actually even worse because their missile resist is really high so yeah 
it's interesting. Her, her limit break multipliers are lower than the. It's normally like the one sixty to the two hundred mm-hmm. versus one sixty Yeah, that's the unfortunate bit. Um, it's a is it a big AOE or a, I just closed it's it. A, it's big AOE. It's because AOE of the too. big AOE, I believe. Yeah, and it's fifty eight AP. It's crazy. Like that's. It's really expensive. I mean, she has some good TP moves for sure. Like, she's not going to have a problem generating her own AP, which is the other thing, too. Uh, being on a team with Frederica, you want your Frederica to actually have the bells so that she can spam her barrages and stuff. Otherwise, she's kind of starved. Uh, yeah. Nivlu has these quickens and hastes and, you know, her self buff, two different self buffs. So she has more than enough ways to generate some AP uh, while supporting the other units and convert it later. Uh, but yeah, that LB is a bit expensive. 58 is <laughs> yeah. quite a bit. I was tempted to use Fina's TMR to add like the, the charm chance because, like you know, um, what's what's to keep uh, people from maxing out Nivlu's faith, right? Like I have I have her at seventy faith right now, but I oh, can, I'll have her ninety seven. I mean, like it's it's yeah. pretty. You, we kind of take it for granted that like you want to raise your faith as high as possible if you're trying to get off these uh, status conditions. So um, yeah, definitely thinking about raising it as soon as I can. Um, Kind of forget where I was going with that. Yeah, it's it. It, 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 it makes no difference oh, with yeah, her the her faith because, like, if someone gets clo- if someone can touch her, she's probably going to die. Exactly. She exactly. Can't rely on reflex or anything, anyways. So she definitely needs to hide behind that faith, and so hide behind that range and being able to quick and haste and just kill people from afar because yeah, re- reflex ain't saving her. Yeah, that's the big argument. Is like people back in the day were like, "Oh, I don't want to raise my Shadow Lynx's faith because she's going to take more damage." It's like. Bro, if she's getting hit with a holy, <laughs> she dead. She's dead anyway. Like, just put that faith up. Get your confuses or paralyzes, whatever TMR does. I think it's paralyzed. <laughs> so yeah, that's definitely a consideration. And the fact, like you said, uh, we didn't even touch on this. Yet. She doesn't have reflex. She doesn't yep. have ranger sub. So we, we think of like bow units have reflex. It's like, no, it's rangers have reflex. So that is one unfortunate bit. But I mean, you can't have it all. And I'm glad she doesn't have it all because that would be. She's, she's already very well balanced. Yeah, I sure. really, speaking of her, her her reaction ability, like I really want to see counter shot um, go off. Like I haven't seen the reaction go off yet. I, maybe it's because I haven't leveled it to max or anything, but I want to see it like arc over units to attack the one that's mm-hmm. uh, it's proccing for. Because you know it's, oh, she's our it? first. She's well, she's our first UR archer. No, right? no counter um, so shot. So it's like it's count- a gunner. It's gunner, right? Gunner. It's a gunner. Oh, oh it is gunner. Okay. Yeah, yeah so right. you're gonna do the Dang, old doctor. Nice. Dr. Diggs in the tower when he uh, <laughs> he, he double double uh, reacted and chained his own Ryrie to death. John Wilkes booth your own, uh, your own teammates. <laughs> yeah. um, speaking of new stuff, though, I, unless you guys have uh, last thoughts on Nivlu, you can interrupt me. But well, I mean, obviously, we didn't cover the the major appeals for her for like her her um, reduced move ability and her barrier breaking ability but uh i mean oh, we, they, we talked they, about both those i think I mean, right? yeah those they kind of uh speak for themselves yeah i mean if you can't deal with an aggress make her not get to you or <laughs> or break her shields and if you still can't deal with her you might be in a little bit of trouble but do you guys happen to know if the uh if there's a chance to proc the uh, movement minus one or is it like is it guaranteed uh... It seems like it's guaranteed. It's it's like the um she has another one that decreases agility by twenty percent. That's also guaranteed. It's not a status. It's just a it's a debuff. So movement is a stat. So affecting it up or down is considered a buff or debuff. So that will it'll just apply. Whereas like you never really have a chance to decrease attack or magic, uh, but Mm -hmm. you have a chance to you know charm or paralyze or whatever else. So okay. Um. 
Speaking of new units, though, Locke, I'm going to ask you a question. I'm very curious to hear the answer because I don't think I've talked to you about it yet. You were infamous for using Thancred for a while, and you still have done some cool stuff with him recently on PvP, but I believe you only had him at 89, if I'm remembering correctly. Mm-hmm. Are you going to finish him during this period? I already did uh, for free. Oh, from, okay. Uh, from from <laughs> all the, from all the, I mean, you get 120 shards for free from. Oh, the that's shop. true. That's true. That's yeah. true. Okay. Plus the and extra 60. Yeah. 40, and sorry. And the dupe. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The dupe 40, and then you get 40 from the uh, challenge board. So that's 200. So I, I oh, finished okay. There you go. I unlocked yeah. the. Yeah. I mean, if I was like 40 away, then I'll probably buy it anyway. But at that yeah. point, you know, yeah, I was like, I was like, great. I only need 200, and I got it. Perfect. I didn't need to spend a single list on this. <laughs> but so anyway, have you, have you two, used them yet? Uh, not really, because I've just been leveling up the other two, like Nivlu and Luartha. Um, but actually, I just want to point out quickly to anybody that might be watching and who already have them maxed, save your tickets because you know when the event turns at some point, and if he's going to get his X job, you might be getting more of his shards from those tickets. You're not going to be getting anything useful right now from if you're using those tickets, so you might as well save them. That's a good actually. Yeah. You don't yeah. need more EXP cubes, and like you're not getting exactly. like gold gill snappers all the time. So yeah, that, mm-hmm. that'd be worth it. The thing oh. that worries me about saving is the tickets. Um, are they called reissue tickets? Because they they might uh, do the thing again where like we couldn't use like say any leftover tokens from last time because they're not reissue tokens, you know. Um, so hopefully it's not going to waste our tickets by saving them. Um, and then having them pull another reissue kind of thing. I think the idea, though, is that because the rewards, other than Thancred Shards, I guess you are medals, but um, they're not particularly valuable, so it's almost worth that gamble. Like, I would give up those resources to have a chance at potentially right. getting more in the future. Yeah, I think definitely. That's kind of the thought behind it, but I definitely share that. Like, I, I see both sides of it, yeah. No, uh, that's, yeah. that's a great idea. I'm definitely going to do that. I, I did not think of that. It's a good idea. So, and uh, Daniel, you're not going for Thancred, correct? Um, I, oh, uh, no. Was, oh, boy. <laughs> uh, I wasn't going to bring it up, but uh, back in my, my baby, like, first week or whatever, uh, War of Visions career, um, I ended up buying Thancred with, like, the 15k medals, you know? Um, but I didn't develop him at all. I was just like, I want to have this unit. Um, I, I can't afford to, to build him, but, you know, when it comes back around, I'll see if I can build him. But... Um, yeah, that was the only development I did back then was like using the medals to get him. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so like I've I've gotten all of like the free shards or whatever, but no, mm-hmm. I'm not building them. Oh, okay. I'll put them in the, I'll put them in the barracks and you know maybe get a shard a day or whatever, <laughs> six or you know a year later maybe I'll have them built. <laughs> yeah, I plan to do similar. I uh, I was hoping to get him to 89, just like off the tickets and all the free short sources and stuff. And he's he's just about LB three. Uh, yeah. I was similar boat. I pulled him on like one of my very last tickets during the first event, like just on that chance, super like random. Uh, but I didn't buy anything. I think I had three shards yeah. total going so into this event. So we have the luxury of spending our tickets now, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So speaking of those tickets, though, uh, how have your guys uh, turned out in terms of actually dropping Thankrich shards? Because I have, to my knowledge, I've gotten every source of tickets so far. All the the ten per day from the uh, uh, mog shop, the three and like the logins, the whole both bingo boards, getting the one per day from mission, all that stuff. I have gotten exactly one drop of Thancred. That's wow. funny. I have. Uh, I remember back in the day using all of my tickets, saving them for like the last day or whatever. And uh, yeah, I only got one 
one sank grid drop from there and like the rest were Ishtol and I was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same. I only got one as well. The first day uh, I got like the, the thank grid units, so that was 40. The next day I got a 10, 20, and a 15. I saw uh, a screenshot, then, that's why I was asking. <laughs> and, and then I haven't gotten, I didn't get anything today. Um, so right now I think I had before the event re-event came out, um, I was zero out of 160 at LB3. Um, and now I'm 22 away from LB5. Oh, nice. Yeah. Damn, so nice. 22 away from LB5. And so, like, I'm, I'm not worried. Like, I know I'll get that 22 at some point within the next, what, 19 days, 18 days that we have of this event. Um, That's true. So, we get 10 a day for a lot of days. So I'm hoping 11. that, you know, averages out or something. But, yeah, well, it, it, medals 11, or something. Oh, 11 per day. From yeah. the shop and one from the class. Sorry, I thought you were saying 11 days. I'm like, wait, didn't we just... Oh, no, no, sorry. <laughs> like, we just said um, it was 19. Now I just yeah. got to build an assault gunblade on them. And now here's the other thing, too, uh, I guess more if people haven't thought of it. Uh, typically, when we have these events where we get medals, uh, the exchange shop is open for an additional week after the event closes. So we may be able to get 10 tickets a day even after the event's over, which would yep. be great so make sure yeah. you have enough farm to do the was it like two thousand medals a day to get all those or something I, I did not do that the first time around i will definitely be doing that this time around though yeah i did that that's why i saved it for like the last day for all my pulls nice so yeah i just want to touch on thanker a little bit i know he's very it's kind of a contested topic it seems like uh because you know people place a lot of value in his tmr not having an ability him not having a limit burst which yeah they did him a little dirty because of that but i think he's still if you have the resources to get him and it's not going to like break your bank or something or ruin your plans, like he's a very solid unit in a lot of ways. He has very versatile resistance builds. I think he's really cool. Um, and I'm kind of, kind of sad, but he's not one that I can just, you know, have that FOMO and be like, Oh, I'll just get him. Like he's, it's not, it's not that simple no. <laughs> being the, an actual double costed, like Dwayne had a bunch of free stuff, but thank you head i i think he, i think he'll be very good especially uh if 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 we're gonna go into another gunner meta he mm -hmm. is very good as an anti-gunner uh unit because he starts with 35 missile resist with this passive <laughs> that is insane yep. and then if, you know imagine okay now we have like a a barrier breaking with nivlu but you know he has a barrier uh he has he has additional defense buffs that he can give himself. He can give himself plus one move, plus one jump, which is very great for the upcoming CM match, right? So he is like he's built basically as an anti-gunner option for the next CM. Yeah, if that, that sure. is one way to go. Can so I don't region. think he's bad in any way. Sorry. He can give himself a region as well. So if it's like mm -hmm. a gunner and him as the last two units, like they're going to be pinging him for like double digits, and he's just going to region it off and laugh with his like. Six seven k HP is they just walking towards them, and, exactly. and not even walking towards them. Once he gets in range, you can just whoop, teleport to him, and like it's one thing to hit somebody from four spaces away or something, and then just like stay where you are. But to actually like Gilgamesh Excalibur or something like that, yeah. but yeah, to close that distance on a gunner, yeah, it's it's huge. Let me double check. Does that thing have any? Because no, it has to be in a straight line, so it's not as good as Excalibur oh, okay. or your lights. I don't think the height range is very very big. I think it's one. I think it's a height range of one. Uh, rough divide. It's yeah, it's a height range of one. So it's better than zero, but yeah. yeah. For whatever reason, like my mind went back the months and months back to like our starting PvP weeks, and like I remember specifically <laughs> winning.
playing a match against a Thanker team because of Rough Divide not having a great like height range. <laughs> it's so weird, man. Just like the institutional but memory. Of this that's, like, that's like when against Crush Armor. Right? It, it, yeah. He can go to, he can freaking Rush Divide through a wall. Yeah, reason. that's annoying. <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> I, I, he was terrifying for like early days of PvP. You yeah. saw a 99th Anchorage, you're like, shit, that is a wall, <laughs> brick wall like, coming towards me. Yeah, like you're saying, all those tools, the regen, the, the shields, if you line up the, like if his resists line up with what you're using, like, yeah, it's crazy. I think his only negative one is what? Strike? Oh, no, no, no uh, it's a magic. It's magic. is super yeah. negative. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. Magic minus 30, because it's like 20 slash, 5 pierce, 35 uh, strike, 20 missile. And then negative thirty magic. Yeah, and he's got a magic missile and pierce uh, passives that give plus fifteen. Yeah. Yes. And he also has magic reflex as well. So I mean, like his (laughs) his uh, magic, you can kind of negate a little bit of it. Yeah. You can can give himself magic reflex and the missile. uh, Sorry, magic passive as well. Magic resist passive. So he he's like he's pretty good. I mean, it's just I think we get all these like really like compare like you know Ruinstern or something or Gilgamesh to him. Okay, then maybe you're like okay, well okay, he feels underwhelming. But in the right context, I think he's he's great. I I used him really well for a while with Kilfey and Eldira. This was before like uh, Halloween Lila was released. Mm-hmm. So I would just I would just go and uh, use Keen Blade on somebody. Then Holy would one shot you no matter who you are, right? Because <laughs> they got so annoyed of these Agrius with like you know ridiculous like um, levels of barriers and passives and and uh, resist and everything. So I was like, okay, I just need I, I need to combo somebody somehow and like kill you. <laughs> so that's what I did. Like, it was great. We did resistance break into pure stuff too, right? Oh yeah, yeah, that's what I did. Not resist, not a uh, Keen Blade. It was resistance break. So yeah. that's a two 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 chain. Plus, like holy or and negative thirty spirit, yeah, and that yeah. So that's how I did yeah. like ridiculous damage with them. So that worked, and that was very recent too. That was maybe like a month or two away. Mm-hmm, so it's I not that, that he's like gone to oblivion. He's I I, I found a way to use him like in, in in battles. Like even the even the concept of like the all powerful light team that's coming out in the future. Like sure, I'm going to use Warrior of Light for the auto battle side, um, but for the live uh, for the live PvP, like. I'm not going to use Warrior of Light there. So like characters like Thancred or like, I'm, I'm not pulling that soldier light girl. I'm I was going to ask you about Elsorelia. I'm, yeah. I'm personally like, I, I'm sure she's good and she has the additional like light bonuses, but like I'm going to use the light characters that I have. Ramza, yeah. Thancred. Um, Yuna, you know. presumably. I'm looking forward to using Rob personally, especially once he gets his X buffs. I've yeah. heard he's strong in JP right now. Cecil, I'm interested to see what Engelbert's EX is going to oh, look God, like. Because like, all the tanks so far have been silly, but we'll, we can another day for that. Engelbert needs to get like a Hadouken wave in his monk sub job. It's like really long range, just nukes people. <laughs> Give him some more agility, man. Just <laughs> That's too raise that agility. Move four. Give him move four. Oh, agility, geez. cheap hate would be nice. Yeah. A TP ability with hate and move four would yeah. go a long ways in making him more viable, even if his agility remains low. Because I think a lot of the EX units, besides their like level progression, their boards haven't really had too much agility on them, and they're realistically not that much higher. So it'd be give interesting. Him, give him yeah. Kane's Kane's TMR and an ability, and oh, we're good to go. Nice. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, for me, um, a lot of people like to hate on Engelbert, and maybe it's just because of how much of a pain he was, physically speaking. Uh, in terms of mitigation, but like, I will always have a soft spot for him. Like he was like after Ziza, he was one of my first like 99s. I used him all the time. Um, did really well in guild battles, and uh, I I loved using him in PvP for like his even his night sub 
Um, and this was before people were really familiar with breaks or um, really knew the damage of Taunting Blade or its range and stuff. I had a lot of fun running Mons, Engelbert, and I don't know, Ayaka or something, and and winning matches. Uh, it was just, yeah. Yeah, Engelbert is cool. Kill my beef ball. Yeah, I remember you using uh, Engelbert, Ayaka, and Ziza for a very long time. Like, when you were streaming, like, and you were, like, trying to be serious, that was your team for a long time. Um, if anything, was that your tournament team from the very first tournament? No, I had you Sid. you were in Oh, it was Sid. Okay. Yeah, I guess it was, what, Ziza, Sid, Ayaka? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oof. Throwbacks. That feels like so long ago at this point. Holy moly. Right? <laughs> Oof. Anyway. Um, so then, I guess... Moving along with FF14, uh, Ishtola, not a whole lot to talk about there. She got a cool, like, little buff to her master ability, but I don't think she's going to be making any waves. PvE, uh, perfectly usable, PvP. Yeah. It, it just, there's not not enough. It's not like Shell. Or it's all for ethereal do. manipulation, though. That is a, it's a cool teleport ability, but yes. it's that's all it is. Because If it didn't have a chance to do CT and it was always CT up, yeah, maybe there'd be something cool with that. But yeah. it's unfortunate that you have to gamble on it. Uh, one of the most ambiguous skills, I think, too. But the vision cards. So I know the light one is, we can talk about that one second. Did anybody, I'm assuming none of you pulled for the fire card, but have you, do you know anybody who is, or uh, what do you think of the card itself? Uh, pull that thing. I know it It had its uses. Uh, where is that one? It's like 488 HP, like 150 or 130 range it, of magic. It's great for rain. It's great for rain. Um, it's basically if you don't have Ifrit already maxed out and you want rain to be your tank, you throw it on rain, you give 50 attack to all your allies. Uh, like the HP at 488 and the magic at 140 already. Like that card was made for rain. Yeah. Which is weird because it's for the FF14. Like I, the Mobius card was also kind of made for rain, but like this one almost even more so because it's got that fire specific bestowed, which is such a weird design when. I guess it's for Ishtola, right? I guess that's actually who it's for. I wasn't going to say but, it. But why, but why? I mean, say it. I'm being an idiot. I just <laughs> forgot there's a fire unit that I was just talking about. Mm -hmm. No, but the fact it gives attack percent on the party and magic percent and like it, it incentivizes you using a magic unit. It's it's very strange to me. Um, I like having the cross, like supporting the other damage types on my team, like with a vision card like that, but it's, it still feels very bizarre design-wise. I would think about it if it wasn't limited, but the fact that it's limited and yeah. like we don't have like a like a fire hybrid unit, you know, um, mm -hmm. just makes it a really a kind of obsolete for me already. Yeah, well, I think the limitation to fire is probably the biggest kill there. Yeah. That card. Yep. Rem remind me of the Mobius later. I'll I'll. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I well I just, okay. Well, I'll bring we'll it talk up. Talk about now. It now. Yeah, talk about now. We'll yeah. talk about it after. Oh, like after the podcast? Oh, we, we can do we can do it now. I was just say like if if you guys can think of your top one or your top three regrets of things that you've missed in this game, can you guys think of them? Agrees. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So not buying Ziza shards the first time they were featured. Let's just say something that you've missed and you can't get back. Mobius. <laughs> Mobius card. <laughs> Keepers of the crystal for me. I enjoy a fire team. Yeah, agrees. <laughs> <laughs> <He's> a, <Patriots. laughs> uh it's a weird question because other than that this is like i'm a whale i guess but i don't think there's anything i'm missing besides delete that you wish you had like i i know like i i wit like my number one thing i would still say would probably be uh halloween ryu 
for that team. Oh, geez. Yeah. That, that number one is my biggest regret so far in the game. Because uh, that thing has just been so prevalent in PvP. Like, the only reason I ever lose a guild versus guild is because of that TMR. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Um, and then the other ones would probably be Mobius or the uh, the Calculator card. Okay, yeah. Yeah. That was, was just a matter of I couldn't do all of it at once. And no, I, absolutely. I made my choices, yeah. Yeah. No, the Calculator card, I tried to go for at last minute and ended up getting uh, Christmas Mashery instead. And so I had to scrounge up in the last two days to try and get her to LB4. Christmas Mastery may turn into nice. one of mine down the line, but for now I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see how I feel in you know a couple months when she gets her EX and stuff. Yeah. Oh man. Oh. The the laser lock on jump, yeah. <laughs> or the range six horizontal. Like what? <laughs> um. Yeah. I guess. I guess if if that's the uh sort of criteria it's mainly just the mobius card but if it's yeah. like regrets in general i mean yeah not far not getting ziza shards the very first time they're featured and like being 120 behind when i actually finally pulled her was by far the most impactful decision i made throughout my account and like i actually besides frederica yeah frederica like i don't know if that's a regret though like i, I made my choice and it, it's not. I don't necessarily Same, feel yeah. like I lost a lot because of it, but I maybe could have gained because of it. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Like I didn't feel bad about it, but I might have felt better if I had it. Um, sorry, for the, sorry for the sidetrack. We were oh, on fantasy fourteen cards. Oh, we uh, sidetrack is uh, should be <laughs> the subtitle kind of, of our. <laughs> Bye. But uh, okay, so light card. Uh, did everybody get it? Nobody get it. I got it the first time around, just because again I I was stupid and I thought I could pull I could get tankered out of that summon. Oh yeah, I remember that. So I have that I think at level fifty five, like from the first time I didn't I I I did not spend any a single token not token single vizier on the summon banner because I know I can't get tankered from. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can get a shards. Did you are you gonna max it? No. Okay. Uh, I just don't have the resources and like i'm sure. I'm doing nibbler right now uh and i have like 14k in the bank so that's probably enough to get nibble up long time uh i like i did three initially like one of my friends was trying to convince me um and so i'm like you know what i'll, I'll try three because i, I want to build this light team and i was trying to pick between all the cards uh because what there's bahamut trousseau uh solidus and then this card i think are the four main light cards for the future Oh, you're talking about for the JP party abilities. I'm, I'm thinking of like the like the light team because like uh, this this is a future card. This is not a current card, in my yeah. opinion. Sign of House Bell as well. I don't know, man. Monk, Monk Cecil was pretty dope when I played him the other day. <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to show you the screenshots. <laughs> show some crazy damage, but at least for like how I'm choosing to build, this is like this is a future vision card for me. Like I I don't plan to use it any time until Yuna enters my team. Uh, this card's dead to me. But it's going to be built at ninety nine. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, also at MR, uh, Red Chocobo uh, increases Dark Killer, um, so that's uh, going to be an interesting mm. side benefit. For you mean I with the JP Party builds? With with the uh, with the like additional like elemental abilities. Added oh, onto sure, the sure, yeah, yeah. Because like right now it adds Light Attack as an MR card, you know, but to add Dark Killer as well as like yeah. a more affordable kind of, but. Oh, in ter- in terms of like the light vision cards to be used later on, you know. Sure, sure. But uh, the sign of House Bell definitely uh, 
with with its uh, light thirty five slash. Um, oh, that's gonna be... is, uh, definitely needs a mention there too. Yeah, okay. that's going to be great for light slash teams. Uh, doesn't Yuna have rune knight so, or have the sub job of the what's the Kotodama or whatever? Doesn't that have a slash attack in it, or am I completely just mixing it up because Summer I'm Katone has? I'm pretty sure she's knight. green mage and staff mage or whatever. No, it's, it's definitely Kotodama is one of them. The is Summer it? Katone job, yeah. Oh no! I, yes, you're yes, you're correct. However, uh, now that I think about it, I think Summer Katone has sub rune knight. I don't think Kotodama has slash attacks. Darn. I was going to say she might be able to do magic slash kind of like rune knights. That would be crazy. That's yeah, no. not the case. Because otherwise, yeah, the Scion card. Woo! I don't see any here. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, I uh, I did end up pulling it. I, I did three, like you said, on the banners, kind of like see what happens. And then I watched my friend pull last night and got the itch. I'm like, yeah, I'll throw 2k into it and got it. So, <laughs> so now I'm like, all right, I'll find a way to build it. I'll cash in some missions and do all the story stuff I haven't done for a while, collect all that Vizior and make it work. But So you said long time you did uh, three. Did you stop there? I did three and then I stopped there and then I saw like someone mentioned it and then a bunch of, I think, I think it was Mako um, posted uh, that it was like yeah. built and someone's like, you guys are crazy. I'm like, how many did it take you guys? It was like, I got it in five. I got it in four. I'm like, yeah, I was the one that said I got it in five. Because that's how chances work. <laughs> yeah, exactly how it works. Uh, so I did I did another three, and then I got it then. I'm like, sweet. It wasn't a waste of money. Um, it was, sorry, I already had the Vizor, thankfully. Um, like, I'm, I'm trying to not do anything until hopefully when Yuna comes back. Um, so we'll hopefully nothing... Nothing throws you, throws you off the uh, the path, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm trying to, stay, trying to stay real true these days. Yeah, Good I mean, friends. with the uh, front line, or not the front line, what was it? The, I think, didn't we get like a letter for the new year or something? Like some producer yeah. letter where he mentioned global first collaborations uh, yeah. are something we can expect. So that could be like, yeah. I, I, I imagine they're not going to give us like Final Fantasy VII first because that would just, I can't imagine being a JP player, how <laughs> livid they would be. <laughs> Oh, but, but like maybe six or nine or something could be like a I don't know. first. So something I like feel that. Like we've seen like, like game. Sorry. No, yeah, we've seen like Star Ocean and like be oh, a collab okay. and and Brave Exvius, you know. So like, I'm not really. I don't have my hopes up or expectations up too much because I'm not really interested in these like off franchise games. But um, you know, I, I feel like they're kind of traps for Vizior when we have these really popular really powerful units on the horizon you know but um yeah like i i'm also looking forward to the the you know the spoiled or the what is it um the teased global <laughs> exclusive stuff as long as it's not like a global exclusive ariana grande or something you know oh, <laughs> oh my god it's gonna happen that's uh... the yeah. the waifu i will not look at the game the same way <laughs> I, I know it's so hard I never oh, took Brave Exvius as seriously as War of the Visions because of those kind of collabs. Like, I'm not looking for Denier at all. It's just, you know, it's for some crowd, right? Yeah, yeah. Just definitely. look at it as a break. Just, like, be thankful for the uh, no temptation. The other one that I have uh, my eyes on, though, and I have no idea what sort of timetable to expect, but is the UR Zazan. Could oh, be yeah. sweet. Yeah. So whenever I that comes know. out... We'll see. <laughs> That'll be another one where I hope at the time I have either a stash of Vizior or, you know, 
Yeah, move seven. Some juicy overtime or something. <laughs> so I'm I'm glad that you guys all, all got the uh, the signs of Shadow Card. I I also got it. Um, I, I mentioned like just a second ago, like I was the one that said I got it in five. Would have been nice to get it in less, but you know, getting it in five. Um, I have like 125 it's like doing a hundred twenty-five cards. Up, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Like the um, I'm, step up I'm like hundred twenty-five left to to max it, so I'm really happy for future light team. Sweet. Way better than seventy-two k for for Nivlu. <laughs> yeah, it's there was uh I was saying this before the cast, but I was trying to talk. So at the time, I had the mindset of it's a very good card, obviously, mm. uh, but it's replaceable by like you said, you're going to use Trousseau, and I'm like, well, if I want to do a mixed damage damage, use like Echoing Screams for Slash and then Trousseau, and I'm like, wait a second, this is just thirty-five percent across all damage types. I'm like, oh, yeah. so it's actually my argument. Is proving it's why I game. should get it. And I'm like, ah, oh, shit. And then my friend was like, oh, all right. And, and he just started pulling for it. And then, <laughs> and then it's, it, it's, it's party buff in the future also then helps you defend against Light's natural enemy. Do you think we're going to get those in the form they are in JP? I, uh, some of them, yes. I hope they're the same. And some of them, uh, no, I hope they're not the same. Uh, I mean, structurally. Like, are we even going to get them, like as you know max party ability or do you think that maybe because we have all these specific bestows there's a chance we don't even get them at all i'm pretty like, i'm pretty sure we're still going to go into the same direction of solo party like they're going right. to go with the solo element stuff yeah i'm curious to see if they're the same magnitudes but yeah it that is probably the best argument which is you know all this stuff incentivizing mono teams we're likely to get them but yeah i'll be curious to see if they're either nerfed or changed or anything because of all of our crazy bestows because i mean you i'm you've seen the ice ones right like Fenrir, Odin, and uh, Mask together. <laughs> Fenrir is so good. Yeah. <laughs> what, what are the other ones you were mentioning? Okay, so Fenrir is 50% attack to ice. Yeah. O- Odin is... Uh, accuracy. 25 accuracy to ice. And mm-hmm. Mask is like 35 pierce to ice or something. So you can do like Victora, Agrius, and something else and just like... Mask. Oh, ma- uh, that one. Pierce. Mask of Deceit, yeah. Okay. It's just okay. a, like with our so we have the bestowed effect for Victor on the card plus that ice pierce for the party on the card plus the killer. Let's see. Are there any Murder. other crazy ice ones? Uh, I think there's some like I'm sure there's an MR card that's like fire resist for ice units. There's probably one that's like ice resist for ice units because some reason they thought that was a good yeah, effect. Yeah, that's just so dumb. <laughs> Sharpen concentration adds like man killer for ice units. That's pretty sweet. Oh, yeah. It's only fifteen percent, but it's an MR card. Mm-hmm. Rosa. <laughs> yeah, I don't see any other URs that were uh, too crazy. It's weird. Uh, speaking of the the ice ones, like the the Shiva, like the the evade, like the quintessential like evade vision card. Besides secrets of the heart, it gets critical evasion. Like, why? Yep, I saw that. That doesn't yeah. make sense to me, but you know, it's, it's a separate grind. Oh, great! Oh, it's it's like typhoons as well. It's like wind resistance for wind allies. I'm like, yay! That's terrible. Is I think Golem is earth resist for earth allies. There's like there's one of each. It's like what, yeah. What are you yeah. doing? <laughs> oh, his is lightning. His is lightning resist. Oh, his so is good. Like, there was another one then that was. So Titan. at least it's. Titan maybe. Oh, I think I think it might be Titans. Oh, oh, there was one that was Earth. Anyways, yeah. yeah. Regardless, yeah. There, there's some confusing ones out there, but yeah. some cool ones too, though, to be fair. Yep. It's it's kind of like you get a little bit of both. 
but I mean, like, imagine there was a meta where just that one element was what everyone's using. That could then, I guess, be kind of useful, right? Like, if everyone's using Earth teams, I guess you kind of want Earth right. resist, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, it's, very, it's just yeah. very niche, I guess. For sure. So, any uh, closing thoughts before we wrap up this week from anyone? Lock anything? Daniel? Long time, anything you wanted to chime in on that you've maybe thought about earlier didn't have a chance to say? Uh, I think my main one was the regret question of what you guys were uh, were thinking. But uh, no, just thank you very much for having me this uh, this fine week, guys. I definitely oh, want. Thanks for joining. I, I definitely wanted to cover like a like class match four briefly. We're looking forward to that sometime this month. Mm-hmm. Okay, you go for it. Um, so like we're like kind of most of us. Um, are expecting it to be like uh, JP's like class match three with the uh, um, no CT manipulation, you know, healing. Is it is it healing down or just like no healing whatsoever? Healing effectiveness down minus 50. But the problem yeah. is since every unit has that debuff, uh, if you target somebody, you're getting minus 50 and then minus 50 again. So it, yeah. it compounds and you end up, it's approximately 10% effectiveness. Damn. Oh, really? Not 25 no, okay. so yeah, if you get full life, you come back with 10%. So I actually tested uh, with Wall and Kane. I did healing down, and then I did Kane, or, uh, Wall's, like, his self-heal thing. And it cut it exactly by 90%, like, to the number. So, okay. Aggressive. Because uh, it, it should be similar to that, because it's 50% user and target, because it's himself. So, I mean, you could test with anybody, but it just happened to be right. Wall that I chose. Someone was asking um, about it. So that's, I think, uh, I just, I definitely wanted to start raising awareness for anybody that might be listening, thinking about, you know, class match stuff. Um, and that should cut regen as well, by the way, because regen, while it is a status, it, uh, it's still concrete. healing. Yeah, it's still healing. Uh, what about like, Drainforce? Drainforce probably as well, yeah. I bl- you yeah, can confirm much. with uh, Lazarus probably, but I'm like 99% positive that will also. Anything with the green number that makes your health go up, I think, is just slashed. Mm-hmm. And we could we could talk about like prospective teams or what, like what we we might expect from the class match meta for going into number four. But I'm sure we can probably cover that closer to when we see a tease. You know? Yeah. For um, sure. Shoot, I was gonna say. Oh yeah. So we're also looking at this uh, the siren raid coming, right? Or uh, there's an FF14 like, raid too, though. Yeah. So, like, what are you? What are your guys' thoughts on the upcoming raids that we are, we're expecting? Um, what is the item for the Siren raid? Isn't that the? Uh, it's the. It's the Pierce uh, cloak, isn't it? Yeah, it's, I it's can't the remember. Elven cloak. Yeah. Oh, that's the, oh yeah. yeah the it, Elven it, cloak's busted. It's Elven cloak right. is very 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 good. Yeah. yeah. Six, six, 16 defense, ten percent Pierce resist. Okay. And 25% confusion resist. Confusion. So that's just, yeah. yeah. And equipable by by anybody, Uh accessory. Yeah. So so Um, put that on shield. Yeah. In terms of like uh, live PvP, it's definitely going to be a a big thing. I definitely wanted to mention that, you know. Um, Yeah. Is there a disable resist piece coming out soon? There is. That's the Final Fantasy 14 raid is going to be the disable piece. The one we're about yeah. to get. Uh, okay. It's a That's helmet. Why... We're getting two peer, uh, Pierce resist pieces uh, very soon. So the oh, helmet. That's... Yep, that's true. That is one. The helmet is Pierce resist as well. So again, a little nick to Kane here and there. Um, the only thing that I find negative about the helmet is that it does come with the minus three agility, kind of like the uh, golden uh, plate uh, mm-hmm. 
the golden plate used to do. So mm-hmm. you're going to get, at, as a shield stats, uh, 478 HP, 18 defense, 4 spirit, uh, minus nice. 3 agility, and minus 18, uh, minus 8, sorry, crit rate. Okay. Uh, so 25 10% pierce resist. So something interesting about this uh, that I like is that because it's a helmet and not an armor, mm-hmm. uh, heavy armor people can still wear it, but uh, Vikings can actually use it. So like Yerma, mm-hmm. um, actually, I guess it might just be Yerma. But oh, that's Victor. just Yerma, yeah. Uh, uh, what was Vikings. that? Uh, no, Victor's not a Viking. No, Victor's heavy. I think there's another there's another job or two, though. I'm forgetting which ones that they can only wear helmets and yeah. cloth armor. So this will actually give them an option for the sort of golden armor experience of having that 18 defense in addition to a resist of some kind. So Spellblade? That's kind of cool. I seem to remember Freyavia being able to wear... Freyavia can wear heavy armor. Uh, so can oh, okay. Lula. Gotcha. Yeah. I, don't, I don't have her, so I don't really regret <laughs> having her, though. Not having uh, her. Lancer um, might be... Lancer generally has been able to wear both heavy and cloth armor, if I remember correctly. Oh, I lean. Oh, they can wear everything: hat, yeah. and cloth armor. Okay, which is what I've always liked about Lancers. One of the things, at least. Magic. But um, <laughs> yeah, so that's uh, those two raids, and especially those two pieces of gear from the raids. Um, I definitely wanted to bring up for for our listeners, um, just uh, to have that on the horizon for people. Um, hopefully, you guys have the chance to be able to build. If not a plus five, like, you know, a plus four and something the, like that. The, the helmet, the Final Fantasy fourteen should be a lot easier due to it being an event raid rather than a raid raid. Um, nice. So you'll get, I think it caps out at 80. You'll get mm-hmm. a plus one at one point, or is it a plus two? And you'll get a plus four at another? No. Someone correct me. I'm, I'm getting a breakdown of those. I don't know. You get like a plus uh, one yeah. and a plus three for free uh, when you max it out. Nice. Um, so that'll be much easier to build than the Elven Cloak. Uh, that comes out sweet we're getting a lot of units that do disable like Dwayne does it uh, yep. and now uh Nivluid also so i i think that piece might be good uh to have for all you agrius users <laughs> especially i you will pop it on agrius and uh you don't have to fear Dwayne's uh, or well disable anymore right just a brief aside like i will always remember fred's arm shot as like you know, like the disable proc on that. Mm-hmm. Um, that was what broke my streak in the first uh, CM. <laughs> like if uh, if my opponent, uh, Mateo, if, if he hadn't gotten hit that arm shot off successfully, I would have uh, probably gotten the, you know, 40-0 or whatever. I remember <laughs> watching that, yep. <laughs> yeah, that was actually one of those streams where I actually watched like the whole thing and those you lost twice. I was like, oh, that's my fault. Yeah. <laughs> but um, anyways. Yeah, that's... That's a good point too. Is it's disabled just twenty five, and that subtracts from the base chance. It's not like you go forty eight to twenty three. Like this is just you're immune to any twenty five percent disabled abilities. So that's pretty sweet. And I think if you couple this with Rosa's peer prayer, you're now immune to everything but charm. But you're also agrius, so you're immune to everything. Everything. Is yep. that is that accurate? Am I missing one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so at least for the common stuff. Like maybe there's like a like poison or something that you can still get hit by or, or petrify i guess might be mm-hmm. but for the top used especially like the agrius statuses so to speak um i think this covers you that's pretty sweet yeah that bo- both the helmet and the cloak are going to be highly used equipments i think um especially as kane is still considered one of the top dealing dps in the game and now we finally get some good pierce armor yeah for and sure also protects yeah. against Again, disable, which is now prev- uh, more prevalent with all the gunners. Um, 
Agrius, and then you can, with the cloak, you can protect against uh, uh, Agrius's LB. And presumably we get Leviathan next week, which is the party 20% Pierce Resist card. So yep. That'd be pretty sweet. And that gives, it looks like it gives 10% attack on bestowed to heavy, no. There's a weird job display here. It's it's only some jobs. It's like winged one, red red mage, spellblade, warrior, knight, stuff like that. For the uh, yeah, ten percent attack on bestowed for Leviathan. Yeah, wow, it's um, a, it's a weird spread. And then it has an ability as well. That's cool. Increased damage as HP decreases. Ten so percent. It looks like all one-handed sword users. Oh, that might. Yep. That, That's that what it sense. looks like. Okay. Yeah, and then yeah. it gives uh, Pierce Resist for allies up to 20. Gives 20. sizable attack, though. It's like 164. Gives four defense, which is kind of cool. Yeah. 300 HP. And if we get the JP upgrade, it's uh, area resistance for water allies. Yeah. So maybe Eldira can live a barrage now. We don't know. <laughs> Jury's out. But, yeah. Uh, anything else you guys uh, have, or is that finished us for the week? If we knew more information about like the exact limitations of CM4, we definitely go deeper into specific teams. Mm-hmm. But until we know like what the cost is and everything, like I still expect to see a lot of Agrius's. <laughs> That's one thing to always expect. Nivlu, stop coming at me. <laughs> we'll see. I'm, yeah, uh, we'll see if it's as effective as I think it's going to be. But Nivlu really does seem pretty oppressive on the map as we know it right now. So yeah, yeah. So I'm looking forward to though. I'm still gonna enjoy it. It's still class match. I might get salty here and there, but you know, deep down, I still love it. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you for joining us. Long time. I uh, hope you enjoyed Absolutely. yourself, and we'll definitely have to have you back sometime. Um, if not to talk about CM4, then uh, maybe yeah. for tournaments or something. You just let me know. Absolutely. But until next time, we've been Let's Talk Tactics. I was your host, Zach Bro. I've been Daniel Boone, and I'm Luck, and we will see you next time. <laughs>